It's time for us to say good morning to Rick Forchuk in White Rock. Hi, Rick. Hello, Raji. How are you? I'm well, and we're talking about Barbarian off the top, aren't we? Yeah, this is new in theaters, uh, and this one stars British actress Georgina Campbell. She plays a character named Tess, who's a young woman who travels on business to Detroit for a job interview. She books an Airbnb in a house, and it comes with something of a surprise. Uh, she finds her way to the place late at night in a heavy rain. When she goes up to the house and tries her key, she finds that somebody is already staying there. It's a young man named Keith. He's played by Bill Skarsgård. And he says he rented the place online weeks before. Clearly, there is a problem with the house being double booked and Tess decides to find her way to a more suitable place until morning when she can contact the rental agency and find out what happened. Well, she can't get out of the place. It's too dark. It's too late. The neighborhood's too rough. Keith suggests that she stay the night in the bedroom and that he'll sleep on the couch. What we get here is a horror thriller from the producers of The Grudge and Firestarter, that have a young woman in extreme peril, but it's one of those movies, Raji, where you say repeatedly to the screen, for crying out loud, don't go down the stairs. <laughs> now, you know in a horror movie. <laughs> That's you know why I can't watch they, those. I know, you know, the young woman opens the basement door, the light won't go on, she uses the light on her telephone to go down into a deep, dark basement, the door shuts and closes behind her, she goes down even further. There are more doors. There are dungeons down there. She keeps looking. And you just want to say, what's wrong with you? Have you never seen a horror movie? Don't you know what's going to happen? So it was an interesting and unusual twist, this movie. I did kind of like it, but uh, it's for horror movie aficionados only. And it's got more stupid people in it than I've seen in a long time in a movie doing stupid things. Okay. And you mentioned Bill Skarsgård. Is this yet another son of Stellan Skarsgård? It is. It's another Skarsgård's brother, actually. And he's one of the producers of the movie. When you watch the credits, you find he's one of the producers. He doesn't have a big role. It's a horror movie. Nobody has a big role. Uh, they tend to get dispatched before too long. But yes, he's another one of the Skarsgård's. Okay. Well, I know that Life Mark is already, uh, that's out as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, this is also in theaters. It's a faith-based film. It's from the Kendrick brothers. They've made a number of these similarly themed Christian-based movies. This is the story of 18-year-old Dave, a young man whose life is really just beginning, but it's turned upside down when he's contacted by his birth mother. Uh, Kirk Cameron, both stars and helped produce the story. Uh, we learned about Dave's mother, her decision to have an abortion, and then has a change of mind. The movie will be in theaters for one week only. In the States, it's been barred in some, from some areas because it deals with the subject of abortion. So it has some controversy. The faith community will like this movie. It's called Life Mark. It is in theaters, Raji. Okay, and medieval? <clears throat> wow, this is weird. Uh, this is the <laughs> epic story of the 15th century Czech hero, Jan Ziska. He's a warlord. I'd never heard of him before, but that doesn't mean anything. There's a near superhuman leader who fought off all comers in his country, including the entire Holy Roman Empire. Uh, always the leader of his men, Ziska never lost a battle, and even in death, so goes the legend, he asked that his skin be flayed from his body and made into a drum so he could still lead his troops into battle. Now, the battle scenes here, a lot of uh, chain mail, a lot of clanking, and a lot of sword fighting are great. Uh, the rest of it is a bunch of talking heads trying to talk us through the politics of the 15th century. Uh, two popes, one in, uh, one in uh, France and the other in Rome, and a whole bunch of political people we can't figure out, and a very strangely miscast Michael Caine. 
It's called Medieval. I don't think it'll be in theaters very long. Not a great movie, but interesting in some degree. Okay. And then there is on Disney Plus Cars on the Road. Yeah, let's go to streaming. Disney Plus does have Cars on the Road. This is a new series. It's been some time since we've seen the lights of Lightning McQueen. That is Pal Mater, the tow truck, and a new vehicle, so to speak. Uh, But here we go, Raji, with a new series of adventures that begin with McQueen, still voiced by Owen Wilson, and Mater, his best friend, still voiced by Larry the Cable Guy, heading out on a road trip, leaving their hometown of Radiator Springs behind for a trip east to visit Mater's sister. This nine-episode series begins with a cross-country trip and leads to the kinds of adventures only these two friends can encounter. John Lasseter, who wrote the previous Cars movie, is also the writer here. He's preserved the charm and the sense of excitement found in the films, leading us to feel that we're still watching a Cars movie and not a quickie TV ripoff. And it's not that. Cars fans will be very happy. Kids who like this one will be really happy with the result. It's a G-rated one that's streaming Raji on Disney+. And then also on Disney+, and I can't wait to see this one because I love the story behind uh, Pinocchio and seeing something, an updated version on it, I think would be really good. So how is Pinocchio? Well, I'm sorry to disappoint what? you. What? Um, this, yeah, I know. Uh, this is almost a frame-by-frame live-action remake oh. of the animated version from 1940. Okay. It adds a couple of it adds a couple of characters, uh, precisely for one reason, so that they can sing a song, so it can be an Oscar contention for best Oscar for for a song in a movie. Oh, um, of course. There's too much weirdness in this movie. Uh, Tom Hanks slips into the role of Geppetto, the woodcarver who creates the marionette in the shape and style of the little boy. When the old man falls asleep that first night, he wishes upon a star. All of that is similar to the animated feature. Uh, The Blue Fairy, played by Cynthia Erivo, sings When You Wish Upon a Star, and I have to say she's the best thing in the movie. Um, The combination of live action and animation is strange. And um, there are some changes to the story. It also ends differently than the animated version. Uh, We have voices from Keegan-Michael Key, uh, we have uh, Giuseppe Battiston, who's the only actual Italian in the cast. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the voice of Jiminy Cricket. And a bit of a different Jiminy Cricket, Cricket almost a weird-looking Jiminy Cricket, too. So that's my opinion. But uh, please, please do see this one. Do see this one and let me know how you feel about it. The reviews have been quite scathing. I don't pay much attention to those, but uh, I did my own scathing after having seen it, saying, why would they do this? Oh, I know. They already have the source material. They don't have to pay for the rights to a story. They can make a new movie, have a new audience, have a new opportunity to put it out there. Yeah. So that's Pinocchio. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I know it might just be a quick cash grab, but I'm, I am going to watch it. And uh, even if I don't like it, I will get through to the very end of it because I love, I love the original story so much. It's, it's a complicated one. But you know what? I also enjoyed the original animation. Maybe I'll uh, let oh, the I kids did. watch no, it. No, I, I loved it too. The and, 1940 animated feature actually was a box office bomb. Oh. But that was, that was because it was released at the beginning of World War II. So they did, uh, Disney lost access to the European markets. It wasn't until 1945 that the movie was re-released after the war that it became a big hit. Prior to that, it was just shoved to the side because no one, it seemed, wanted to see it. But I agree. I love the 1940 original. And that's part of why this one bothered me. I think it's just, there's just too much weirdness here. It's, uh, it's weird and not in a good way. But again, uh, 
do watch it, I think uh, just uh, you're entitled to do that. And I'd really be interested in hearing how you feel about it. Yeah, I also just, I, I really love that old animation style. And I still, I know it, that the, the kids don't like it as much as the new flashy computer generated stuff. But in terms of animation, I really like the old style. And um, also, I'm looking forward to watching The Little Mermaid, which is around the corner. That remake, I think, is going to be very interesting. Yes, and Disney still has a whole bag full of uh, animated movies that they can turn into live action films. It started with uh, The Jungle Book. Uh, back in the mid-1990s, and they do one or two of these every year. So they still have a good stock, and uh, there'll be lots of them, lots more to come. Uh, by the way, there is another version of Pinocchio that is coming out on Netflix in about a month from Benicio Del Toro, which is very, very dark, bordering on a horror film. So I saw that. Be interesting. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that one. In a <laughs> yeah. month or so. I'm really interested in that one, too. Rick, thanks so much for being with us this morning. You bet. Thanks, Raji.